0: Well, today's message is entitled "Finding Peace in Anxious Times." Finding peace in anxious times, depending on a number of things: your age, your soci- socio-economic background, your station in life, um, your upbringing, your personality you may have had a variety of responses to the events of the last few weeks. Some of you may have no anxiety at all over what's happening. Some of you may be at a 1,000 on the anxiety meter. Some of you are only anxious because other people are anxious. You're you're anxious about them being anxious. Uh, Regardless, all of us have been affected in the past few weeks, And all of us need to be anchored in God's Word. And that's what we're going to do today. The main goal of today is to look at God's Word, and I have ten spiritual tips to settle us in anxious times. And I want to read Philippians chapter 4, and then we're just going to go into the spiritual tips. And I'm going to hit them kind of quick. A few of them I will hit the pause button on and slow down for. So turn to Philippians 4, 4 through 7, and listen to what the Apostle Paul said to the church in Philippi. And the words that I'm about to read are universally true always. He begins by writing, rejoice in the Lord always, I will say it again, rejoice rejoice in other words for a christian we always have reason to rejoice our sins have been forgiven we know the living god and so he calls us to rejoice verse five says let your reasonableness be known to everyone in other words as christians we're not immune to fear or becoming anxious or becoming worried But our response should be different. When pressure and tragedy and crisis hits, we have a hope that is unexplainable, that is an anchor. And the Apostle Paul says this next. He says, the Lord is at hand. The Lord is at hand. The Lord has not gone anywhere. He is near. He is close by and he is ready to hear our prayers. The Lord is at hand. Verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything. This is a big universal statement. Do not be anxious, fearful, worried about anything. Now, for myself, there are times where I become anxious about things far smaller than the coronavirus or some national or international issue. But we shouldn't stay there as Christians. We should turn from that and trust in Jesus because the Lord is at hand. And here's what he tells us to do. But in everything, in prayer and supplication, With thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. In everything, by prayer, that's our our fellowship with the Lord, our regular communication with the Lord. In everything, go to Him, the one who loves you, the one who saved you, and spend time with Him. With prayer and supplication. Supplication is specific requests. So we want to pray very specifically for our national situation, our local situation. We want to pray with faith and ask bold things of the Lord and trust Him with the response. And we're going to do so with thanksgiving. Lord, thank you that we can actually pray to you. Thank you that we can approach you. Thank you that we can come to you boldly because of Jesus. We're thankful for that. We don't have to go into a free fall with the national and international events that are happening right now. We have an anchor and we have a hope. And here's what will happen if we follow Paul's instructions in Philippians 4, 4 through 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And the peace of God, this unexplainable trust, and confidence and rest in the living God will guard our hearts and our minds as we turn to him. That's what we're after this morning. I want to minister to you from God's word so that you experience the peace that God made possible through Jesus. So you know where we're heading. So what are some tips to get there? Spiritual tip number one. Remember the character of God. Remember the character of God. Remember who He is and what He's like. Fixate your mind on the character of God as described in the Bible. What is He like? God is good, God is powerful. God is in control, God is kind, God is merciful, God is faithful, God is trustworthy. Remember the character of God. Now that doesn't mean that nothing bad will ever happen to us as Christians or even as non-Christians because we live in a fallen, broken world. It has been broken since the fall of mankind and it will continue to be broken until the Lord returns and makes things right and restores all things. But don't confuse the two. We live in a broken, fallen world. National disasters happen. Natural disasters happen. Tragedies happen. Sicknesses and suffering happen. But the Lord is trustworthy. Two scriptures to support this psalm 107 verse 1 oh give thanks to the lord for he is good for his steadfast love endures forever give thanks to the lord for he is good his steadfast love endures forever and then proverbs 3 5 and 6 trust in the lord with all your heart do not lean on your own understanding In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. So spiritual tip number one, remember the character of God. Spiritual tip number two, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. I don't know about you, but news clips with empty grocery store aisles doesn't encourage me. It doesn't invoke faith in me. It's, oh, no, well, maybe I should... Go buy toilet paper like everybody else in the planet right now. And we can become anxious about that. Can become anxious about our finances. Maybe become anxious about retirement. Become anxious about the basic things of life. Food, money, shelter. Well, Jesus speaks specifically to these things. Listen to what he says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 through 34. Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Yes, you are. And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, the flowers, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these But if God gives clothes to the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown in the oven, will not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. Did you catch that? Your heavenly Father. Put your name in there. Your heavenly heavenly Father knows that you need them all. He knows exactly what you need. He knows exactly what you need for your children. But here's the command, verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Seek first the kingdom of God. Make Him the priority. Make delighting in Him and worshiping Him and knowing Him The priority, verse 34. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow. Do not be anxious about tomorrow, Jesus says. Do not do it. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is his own trouble. Not to worry, not to be anxious about tomorrow. Spiritual tip number three empathize with those who suffer around the world and pray for them empathize with those who suffer not just those who suffer because of the coronavirus but hopefully one of the things the lord is doing is opening our eyes to suffering throughout our community throughout our country throughout our nation throughout our world where the bible says to rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep may our eyes be open wider to suffer to suffering across the board and as christians may we move into the suffering may we seek to care for those who are suffering may we seek to do good to those who are suffering spiritual tip number four resist judging those who are more fearful or less fearful than you Catch that? Resist judging those who are more fearful or less fearful than you. Somehow, the way we're wired, at least the way I'm wired, I always think my response is like the perfect response. I'm like, I just perfectly landed right smack in the middle of how fearful or how not fearful you should be about this situation. Resist judging those who are way on the fearful end. Or those who are way on the callous May Maybe we have conversations. We can lovingly talk things through. But let's not sinfully, critically judge others. Matthew 7, 1 says, Judge not, lest you not be judged. That you be not judged. Judge not, that you be not judged. The idea there is a critical, judgmental critique of someone. Don't do that spiritual tip number five. We're going to slow it down a little bit with this one. Feed your faith, not your fear. Feed your faith, not your fear. Do a little self-evaluation right now. In the past week, have you been feeding your faith more or your fear more? Think about the proportion of time spent in this book and time spent on social media feeds or the news and watching and fixation on those things. If you are particularly prone to fear, turn those things off. I'm not saying don't watch anything. I'm not saying be ignorant to what is happening in our nation in our world. But you know if you are seeking information to find peace. Here's the thing that this is teaching us and it's an important lesson to know. We are not in control. You are not in control. I'm not in control. We have never been in control. We never will be in control. But sometimes we want to grasp for control. And sometimes we do that through information. I mean, this week I've learned more about the Spanish flu of 1918 than I have my entire life. Never even really thought much about it before. seems to be in the news a lot it's not wrong to get information it's not wrong to be informed but don't feed your fear don't feed the level of panic that is inside of you spend much more time reading god's word spending time with god's people worshiping the lord memorizing the promises of god are you as familiar with the promises of god as the CDC recommendations right now. We want to be more familiar with this, and you will have peace, and you will have joy as you navigate the challenge of the world. Feed your faith. Feed it. Feed it. It's no different than me deciding to go home this afternoon and pig out on junk food for every waking hour that I'm awake for the rest of the day. Now, you can enjoy a bag of chips. You can enjoy pizza. That's fine. But if I thought for the next two weeks while the schools are out, I'm just going to indulge in junk food. Well, I'll be less healthy than I am presently. What's well, the same spiritually. We want to feed our soul. We want to grow it. We want the Lord to, to make us strong and healthy. And that comes by spending time with the lord feed your faith not your fear everybody get that one feed your faith not your fear spiritual tip number six consider others more than you do yourself consider others more than you do yourself resist the temptation to self self self-preservation right now resist the temptation to hoarding resources now, let me qualify that. That doesn't mean you shouldn't have extra food. It doesn't mean you shouldn't plan well. But it does mean if your peace and security comes by you putting your arms around certain things that you have purchased, then that's probably not good. The Lord wants us to be generous. He wants us to be lavish. He wants us to care for those who don't have as much as we do. So consider others— more than you do yourself. So if you're in the grocery store and you see that image that we see all over the place of that empty toilet paper aisle, and you see somebody really stressing out over that, and you have a lot of toilet paper at home, hey, I got some extra if you need it. Just be generous. It can be. This is an opportunity for Christians to be different than the world right now. We can be generous with all kinds of things the Lord has given us. This is what Paul said in Galatians. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, especially those who are of the household of faith. This is an opportunity to do good to others, particularly those who are suffering or those who have less than we have. Spiritual tip number seven. Follow the practical guidelines of the professional agencies. Follow them. Follow what the CDC and and the World Health Organization recommend. Follow what our state government suggests. They're, They're gifts from the Lord. We're not in a time where those kind of things are trying to prevent us from worshiping. They're trying to prevent the spread of a virus from going far and wide. And so we want to be within their recommended boundaries and do so respectfully. Romans 13.1, the the Apostle Paul writes, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. So we want to do our best to follow those things. Now, if you only remember the next three, you'll be in a good place. Spiritual tip number eight. Take comfort in the gospel. Take comfort in the good news of Jesus Christ. When you become anxious, when you become fearful, when you become worried, take comfort in the good news of Jesus Christ. If you have turned from your sins and put your faith in Jesus, God has taken care of your greatest human dilemma that you could ever have or ever will have. See, you were born sinful, and God is holy. And because of that sin and His holiness, you were separated from Him. And only Jesus can bridge that divide. And if you have trusted in Jesus, He bridged that divide. And so now you are in his family. You are under his protection spiritually. You are heaven bound. You will be with God forever. And here's the thing. I know we know this, but we're all going to die. We are all going to die. Everyone who's watching on this video, one day you will die. Everybody in this room, we're all going to die. We don't know how we're going to die, but it will happen unless Jesus returns first. And the only hope in this life and the life to come for human beings is trusting in Jesus Christ. And if you have trusted in him, take heart, take comfort. 1 Peter 2.9 But you are a chosen race a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Listen to this and remember. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you have not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Now, if you're watching this or you're in this room and you haven't yet trusted in Jesus Christ, that's what you need to do. You need to call out to Jesus. You need to ask Him to save you, to rescue you. You need to tell Him, Jesus, I want to turn from my sins and put all my trust in what you have done for me when you died on the cross. If you do that, you can take comfort in the gospel spiritual tip number nine related but different remember that our citizenship is in heaven most of us if not all of us are citizens of the united states but if you're a christian you have a citizenship that trumps that is far superior to your country citizenship you are citizen of heaven you are a citizen of god's kingdom you are a citizen of the only kingdom that will never end think about that every powerful kingdom on earth will end If you open your history books there are many powerful nations powerful kingdoms that crumbled Fell. ours too one day will be over but god's kingdom is everlasting L- listen to what paul says in philippians chapter 3 but our citizenship christians is in heaven and from it we await a savior the lord jesus christ our citizenship your citizenship is secure in heaven. And from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. It puts things in perspective. We are living for another kingdom. We are living for a king whose reign will never end. We're living for a king who conquered death itself. We're living for a king who will return one day for his bride, for his people. And we want to be ready on that day with our eyes fixated on him, with our hearts ready, with our lives full of obedience to him and his commands in this book. So remember that your citizenship, if you are a Christian, is in heaven. And the final spiritual tip. Share the love of Jesus. Share the love of Jesus. This time in our lives is a wonderful opportunity to share the love of Jesus. So we may be rattled at times when we turn on the news. We may be rattled at times when we see graphics that specialists put up, the spread of the virus. Imagine if you have no hope, if you have no anchor, if you have no rock. This is a disorienting time. And in that disorienting time, we want to be bold and share the love of Jesus with others. Now, we want to do that humbly and do that kindly. But as you go to work tomorrow, as you interact with people, as you go in a grocery store, as you go throughout your lives, ask the Lord to give you eyes to see those who are struggling and worried and fearful. Ask the Lord to give you boldness to move towards them by asking them, you're all right what's going on and maybe they'll ask you questions how how are you not panicking right now how are you not fearful right now and through that you get to share the love of jesus christ one of the things one of the blessings of things getting shut down is we're starting to think about things in a more serious way probably as a whole country if not the whole world a wonderful thing and so we as christians have this treasure we have this good news we have this remedy for the human condition which is the good news of jesus and we want to share it last night before i I fell asleep i was listening some music from a, a band that i used to listen to years and years ago and i actually still enjoy them i'm actually a singer named Cat Stevens. And the person who introduced me to Cat Stevens, I, I remember he was my friend Chris. He's my next-door neighbor. And he, he, um, he died at a young age due to a heroin overdose. And as I was listening to that song, I, I remember thinking that I so, 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 so wish that Chris would have trusted in Jesus Christ. To my knowledge, when he died, he had not yet trusted in jesus and um and it just reminded me that we have this treasure that we all have chris's in our lives or other people in our lives that we love we care for that we want them to know jesus we don't want those we know and love to spend eternity in hell we want them to be reconciled to god And so there's an urgency in my heart that we are bold in sharing the good news of Jesus, that we would be so rightly, biblically informed and concerned to to be ambassadors like we're called to be. 2 Corinthians 5, the Apostle Paul says this, Therefore we are ambassadors for Christ. I mean, what a privilege. You know, Jesus, you're an ambassador for the king of kings. You are an ambassador for Jesus. God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. We're the ambassadors. We're the ones God is sending as his representatives. When you go to work tomorrow, you're not a teacher or in the schools when you go to work tomorrow you're an ambassador for Jesus and as an ambassador right now I think all you have to do is be friendly and listen and there will be opportunities to talk about Jesus you're an ambassador you've been equipped you have God's spirit inside of you you have God's word you have God's power Pray for God's compassion. The Bible says when Jesus saw the crowds, he was moved with compassion. He was moved with compassion. I love many things about Jesus, but one of the things I love the most is he always moved towards people. He always moved towards the the sick, the suffering, the outcast, the most wicked of the bunch. He moves right towards them. Well, as his ambassadors, we got to do the same thing. He wants us to do the same thing. Verse 21. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin. So that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. Let me read that again. For our sake, for my sake, for your sake. He made him, Jesus, to be sin, to be credited with our sins, the sins of the whole world. This innocent, perfect human being who was fully God, when he hung on the cross, he was credited with all the sins of the world. Made to be sin, who knew no sin. Why? so that we might become the righteousness of God. When he did that, he died as a substitute for us. He took the punishment that we deserve. And he exchanged places with us if we are in Christ. So rather than you and I being punished for our sins, Jesus was punished. Why? Because God so loved the world, he sent his son to do that for us. And we want to be ambassadors for Jesus, always, but especially during this time. So these are just 10 tips, 10 things to consider from God's word to find peace in anxious times. I'm sure there are many more. And probably in the, the days and weeks ahead, we're going to be discussing more and more of those. In a moment, I'm going to pray, but for those of you watching online, one of the things that we started with here at the church building was reading Psalm 100, and I would encourage you to do the same. I would encourage you to read Psalm 100 and then pray for one another. If you're in small groups discussing this, pray for one another. If you're anxious, confess that to one another and pray for one another. If you're in a neighborhood, pray for your neighbors. Pray for your local leaders. Pray for our national leaders. Pray for all our school uh, principals and and superintendents who have to make lots of hard decisions. Uh, Pray for everyone that has a job, because I haven't talked to anybody that has a job that it hasn't gotten much harder in the last few weeks, just with all the added pressures. So let's pray. And the band can come up at this time as well. If you guys wouldn't mind standing.